Hello, it is FMC. I'm Jeremy. Why are you why why are you so mad? What's wrong, buddy? What's wrong, SV3? That's SV3. I don't know if he's gonna say anything uh today, but you know, I got I got plan to say for the both of us. I'd say let's let the Lakers do the talking, but I don't think you want them talking for you after last night. How's it how's it going, buddy? Oh, look how look how sad he is. A A shock is like you want to talk about it. I don't think he does. A shock. It doesn't seem like he wants to talk about anything. Are you okay? The wife is messaging me saying I gotta be nice to you. I am. I'm giving him a platform to talk about the his Los Angeles Lakers. It's the end of November. I was told that the Lakers would be... I revised uh, that. I revised that, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to FMC. I'm SP3, here under protest, as if you saw my Twitter earlier today, I publicly asked for my release from FMC because Jeremy and his harassment is getting a little bit too much for me. I barely slept last night. Um, oh. You know... Had to I, I I unwisely watched the end of the Laker game after you know watching Monday Night Raw and man both shows left me depressed. <laughs> so, we, don't, we don't talk we don't talk about one, but let's talk about the one that was on much later. SV three. How how they were up seventeen. They were up seventeen in the fourth quarter. Russ hits whoever it was. I think it's Thomas Bryant hits him for the dunk underneath the basket. Russ is Russ goes like that. He's got the vision. He's hyping up the crowd. Everything's good. It's a 15 point game with like nine minutes left in the quarter. Seems like it's over. And then everything that could go wrong does go wrong. And the Lakers lose on a last second three by someone named Nerm Nerma Get Hard. I don't know his damn Nemhard. name. Nemhard. Nerm sure. Nerm, you know it was soft last night was the Lakers fans' penises because they went limp after that three went in. Why are you examining why are you examining Laker fans' penises, sir? I have to ask you that question. Why are you examining? I saw it. It was why, a collective. Why are you, why are you looking? Why, why are your eyes not looking at the other Laker fans' eyes? Why is your eyes below their waist? That's the only thing it I have to It was a collective. It's one big collective limp dick. Is is what is what happened on there? SV three. All right. So to explain last night's loss, um, the Lakers' defense is absolutely atrocious. At this point, um, we, this is multiple times this season we've lost very close games, one possession games, and last night that la the last play of the game just is a microcosm of the season. Like we gotta stop, and then we couldn't get an offensive rebound. Like what are uh. what the hell are we doing? All three of the big three they played well. Russ had twenty four coming off the bench. Uh, you know, Anthony Davis had another double double coming off of thirty one and twenty nine against the Spurs the other night. He had another double double. I think it was twenty five and thirteen last night. LeBron had twenty points. All of the big three had over twenty points. Still, the defense defense wins championships and defense wins close games. And we couldn't 
stopped them from the three-point line. We literally gave up so many points from the three-point line. We were up by 10 with five minutes to go. And as soon as we were up by 10 with five minutes to go, they came down to the court and hit a three because we can't guard the three-point line. We're pretty good at stopping, you know, uh, you know, baskets close, close in because Anthony Davis is pretty good still, not as good as he used to be, pretty good still at defending a basket, but we can't stop the three-point shot. Our threes have gotten better. We started hitting more threes. We're starting to shoot the ball better, but the defense is the issue now. That's what we need to get together. And I'm, I'm on right. I'm on. I'm on track for what I predicted. You know, two weeks ago when I said by Christmas Day we'll be 13 and 19. Right now we are seven and That's 12. That's not good. So That's we good. we we literally don't. We literally only need a 500 record or yeah, 500 record to do better. Than what I predicted. That's not that's not a good record to have on Christmas Day. They're putting this team on Christmas Day. Why? Why? Let me put this graph up here. Let me put let me put this statistic up here. Look at this SV3. Oh, look at the win probability. What happened? What happened? They were at 98.7%. They were up 101 to 84. 98.7% chance to win the game. And then what happened, SP3? What happened? We they choked. just had to get one, one offensive choked. rebound. That's it. We we Miles Turner missed a three, a wide open three, by by uh by the way, wide open three for Miles Turner. I don't know how you give up the, this wide open three to this man. And then they missed it. Then they can't get Russ. Russ is trying to do a closeout instead of hunting for the offensive rebound that everybody likes to say he goes for. He should have just, you know, looked for the rebound. Stat pad that rebound is all. Instead, he tried to actually close out and play some defense. And then they Halliburton were scrambling. Had a, Halliburton had a great game. He's good. So I give it up to him. Really and he's good. rocking the wrestling club shirt. So I give it up to him doubly. So he, he's a great person for that. Uh, but yeah, Halliburton's been playing tremendously. And so as a. Uh, um Matherin, he's been playing, he's been playing great for them as well. It's a nice little duo that they got in Indiana. A supposedly team that was tanking has a better record than the Lakers. I mean, they're not all- tanking. They're not tanking. Everybody came into the season. A lot of people came into the season thinking that a lot of these Pacers? teams were going to be taking. The Pacers oh. are not taking at this point. They're yeah, now they're not because Halliburton and Matherin are good. They were supposed to be tanking. No one thought the Pacers were going to do anything. But you, you, you just said it like like they were tanking going into the game last night. No, they weren't. They're or they already well, have proven well, in no. the first in the first fifteen games of the season that they actually are a good team and they can win basketball games. Well, nobody. So they actually played hard. Nobody's tanking against the Lakers because the Lakers are out tanking all of them. We're not the tanking. First- we're actually trying. Are you sure? That's the you... worst part. That's the Are worst sure? part. We're not tanking. That's the worst part because we have no reason to tank because New Orleans gets our draft pick anyway. There's no reason to tank. But I will say overall with the with the West seat, I'm trying my best to move on from this subject, even though Jeremy wants to drag this shit out for the next hour. But overall in the in the West. None of the teams look like the, like the dominant force that we thought a lot of these teams were going to be. I mean, the Suns have the best record in the West, but they haven't looked that 
they haven't the looked like the Suns. They've been banged up. They look they good. They they look good, but they look, they look banged up as well. They don't look as good as they did last season. That's my yeah, thing. But, like every every team that's playing well, except for maybe the Nuggets, because the Nuggets are actually have the nuggets. players that are that are healthy. My you're, Denver you're nuggets. nuggets now. You're a Nuggets now. I picked them to win the title. They always do this. They always play well for a section of the season, and then they drop down to where they're supposed to be. I don't think they're gonna be a top two team in the West. They're gonna be better than the Lakers. Well, congratulations. So is half of the uh, so is half. 75% of this league is better than than the Los Angeles Lakers. It's like everybody but one team, the Rockets are like the only team not better no, than the Spurs. We 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 beat the Spurs back to back. I thank you. Oh, thank you NBA okay. for okay. for giving right us giving us back-to-back games against the Spurs. Thank you for that. That helped our that helped our record. We were going into last night Four games under 500. We could have came out three games under 500. Do you know Jeremy would have been stuck with what to talk about today <laughs> if we would have won that game? Shit. Probably. Honestly, I don't even know what we would have talked. The Spurs, by the way, the Lakers fans, everyone got so excited after the Spurs games. Like, oh, the Lakers, they're great. Anthony Davis, I'll give Anthony Davis some credit. He has looked good against these awful teams. Yeah. Credit to him. He's played great against bad teams. Good job. Golf clap for Anthony Davis. Good job. No, bad clap, teams. Hard clap. Like, we in Rucker Park. No. Yeah. Yeah. Golf clap. Yeah, Anthony. Golf clap that you yeah, beat Anthony. up on some bad teams. 31 Congratulations. against the Spurs. Tanking for Wembenyama. Congratulations. They should, honestly, they should get Davis more involved. They should get him more involved. LeBron's got to take a back seat. LeBron's got to understand that at this point, Anthony Davis is the better player and more should run through him. Because LeBron I, always I, says, you, what, what are you, what are I know, you, what I'm you, agreeing what, with you. But, I'm but, agreeing but, with you. But you can't post data and say, oh, you were right, SP3. You can't say that before you go into your solidical. No, I was setting it up. For a year. I was setting it up to agree with you. I'm letting you know that, yes, they should run more through Anthony Davis. LeBron says all these things of I'm going to take a back seat. I'm going to play off the ball. But then he doesn't do it. He doesn't do it at all. He comes in there and he scores 20 points on like 22 shots. That's not efficient. Anthony Davis only has 15 shots. Anthony Davis should be getting the ball more. But LeBron's got to get his own numbers. He should defer more to Anthony Davis. Phil mentioned Westbrook earlier. Westbrook played fine last night. He was good last night. We got to slow it down. Love Russ. He wasn't really playing great before this. He was getting numbers, but he was getting the LeBron numbers of 20 points on 20 shots. That's what he was doing. And again, beating the Spurs. I don't give a shit that you're beating the Spurs who are not good. They have the worst roster in the league. The worst roster. There's not a single player on that team that I'm like, oh yeah, that's a guy like I would take over anybody else in the league. They have the worst roster in the league. So beating the Spurs doesn't mean shit to me. Keldon Johnson beat the is a good player. Keldon Johnson's Who? a good Keldon Johnson. Sure. Good. I'm not taking him over anybody else on any on 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 any of the of the other bad teams in the league though. Like, no, I'm, I'm not take, taking. I'll take Jalen Green over him. Yeah, I would. I would take. Uh, who else is the bad team? The Pistons. Yeah, I'll take. Um, I'll take their backcourt. I'll take their entire backcourt over. Yeah, Keldon Johnson, Magic. I would take. Uh, ben, uh, Paulo over them. Uh, Hornets. I would take. I'd take I would Franz take Wagner. 
Over. That is true. Foz, Foz Wagner been delivering for my fantasy nice. team. He been delivering. Nice. Oh, that was a yeah. smart pickup. Thank you, SP3. Nice. <laughs> Why did you take Anthony Davis, though? You had a chance to take Anthony Davis, and you didn't because take him. Because I, re- I, realized, I realized that we only played the Spurs four times and not two <laughs> times. So I was like, I was like um, hey, if anybody is open in our league, to trade with me. Who has Anthony Davis again? Caden? I don't even know. Is, Kaden is it Caden? I think it's Caden. He should trade you for Anthony Davis. I don't know who yeah, you're giving not? up. I don't know who you're giving up. I'm you not giving who... up anyone in my backcourt. I'm not giving up Giannis. So you can Why? have anyone else. I have a three-headed monster in my backcourt. Can we, can Why don't we you give up Shea? Why don't you I have Donna, Donovan, Shea, and who's oh, and Anthony, and Anthony Edwards. Yo, that's a three-headed monster. Why don't you give up Anthony Edwards? For what? For Anthony Davis. No, nah, I, got, I got players. I got other players. Who I got? No. I got Jared Allen. You want Jared Allen? Jared Allen. He's been hurt this week. He's been hurt this week. It's been getting me. I don't even know what my fan. I think I've been starting LeBron for like the past two weeks. And you're 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 at five hundred. Okay, it's all better than the Lakers. That's good. That's good to know. (laughs) You're not better than my team, no, Jeremy. I'm not even trying. I'm not even trying, and I'm better than the Lakers. Yeah, okay. This guy, this guy, every time he's trash in one of these fantasy, I'm not even trying. I'm not. I haven't set my lineup in you know, since that's, we drafted teams. It sounds like you're a bad GM. It doesn't sound like you're not trying. It sounds like I'm not trying. And I'm a bad GM. I just like drafting the team. And I'm still better than Rob Palenka. I cannot hey, try. Hey, Rob Palenka, we don't think and he's trying. Better. We don't think Rob Palenka is actually trying, though. Did you see his quote where he's like, oh, we're waiting for teams to call us to do something. Why don't you go out and be proactive, Rob? There is Why don't you that. call somebody? There's no self-awareness going on in this organization right now at this point. December 15th is when the players can be traded. The players who are signed in the offseason, they can be traded. The Lakers, according to the leaders uh, leaders. I don't know if they have actual leaders on that team. You see this quote? There are a couple players away, SP3. The Lakers leader says there are a couple players away. What two players could fix the Los Angeles Lakers? I would need I would need to be on like NBA 2K right now and look at like who who is on the trade market for to answer this honestly. Uh, I I think that we are kind of well, the Indiana Pacers have played themselves out of us being able to even trade for Buddy Hill and Miles Turner. Miles Turner, yeah, the Pacers uh, trade don't want value. Yeah, they gotta get. Is, is they gotta throw in a third pick. The Lakers yeah, exactly. Find a third draft pick for that one. Exactly. Like it's over for that <laughs> one. Uh, so yeah, I would have to look at kind of like the bad teams. We need shooters. We definitely need shooters, that's for sure. If we're going to make any trade and we don't get a shooter, then we're making a trade for no damn reason at all. So I'm hoping that we can get some shooters to go around. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis has been, like like we've been saying, and it's not just against the bad teams. He actually had some good games against the Suns as well as the Nuggets as well. So I think that it's just playing, like you, like we both have been saying, playing through Anthony Davis, creating double teams for him so he can kick it out and become a facilitator for some, uh, you know, outside shooting that we can get. Nobody wants to trade with the Lakers. Nobody wants to help this team. 
No. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them. This is your Lakers exceptionalism at work here is now nobody's going to help this team because the Lakers just think they're owed everything. Oh, come help. They, they were gifted Anthony Davis because Davis requested a trade and would only go to the Lakers. That was it. They were gifted LeBron James because he wanted to make movies. That was it. They should have made the deal for healed in the first place, but they decided to go get uh, Westbrook instead. Leland says you can maybe get some guys from the Hornets. Uh, Gordon Hayward, you're gonna you're gonna go out. He's he's just as injured as Anthony Davis. I don't think he, he can make some shots for us though. Maybe. What is Gordon Hayward shooting on the season? Let's let's look at Gordon Hayward. He's barely. He's he's about again. He's about as healthy as Anthony Davis is for most of this time. Gordon hey, Anthony Hayward, Davis been healthy this year. Gordon Hayward shooting 38% from three. Can still shoot. Bless him. That's what we need. Honestly, Gordon Hayward would be helpful. I don't think they have the Yeah, that's actually, that's actually a good shout, Leland. Shout-outs to you. That's actually – I think the Lakers should should look into that. And Terry, Terry Rozier. Yeah, Terry Rozier. I thought he – I thought uh, the – Yeah, the that's Celtics. what they need. Another fucking guard. That's what they need. A guard that can shoot, though. Dennis Schroeder has been shooting well for – he shot well last Terry time. Rozier is shooting 30% from three – on nearly nine attempts per game. Oh, okay. So let's we don't need him. Blow it. No, sorry. On... Sorry. We don't need him. He shot 37% last year. He thought he shot 38%. Like historically, he shot well in Charlotte. This year, he can't shoot at all. He's averaging 20 points on 20 field goal attempts. So he fit right in with Westbrook and Beverly. Nope. <laughs> he nope. fit right in Never with mind. this group. <laughs> Never mind. I I know. I th- I thought Terry Rozier would have been a better fit to go back to the Celtics when they needed a uh, point guard play. But Celtics are playing yeah. well. The East, the East seemed like they oh, got all really the title is. favorites at this point, in my opinion, because of how how those teams are looking in comparison. Like I said, the 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 Suns are looking good, but it's not as good as they 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 set a bar very high for it's themselves tough. last year. It's- yeah, it's tough to trust the Suns after what we watched them against Dallas. Exactly. exactly. So it doesn't really matter how good they play this regular season. It all depends on the on the playoffs. It's really – they are – the Suns are the, the team version of James Harden. It doesn't matter what James Harden does in the regular season anymore. It does. It only matters when it gets to playoff time, and that's how it is with the Suns now. We, we're like, yo, we, you're running out of time. Like – Chris Paul only going to be around for so long, and we don't believe in in Booker and Aiden getting there by themselves. We're waiting for the playoffs with the Suns. It's nice that they've – look, I thought they were going to have a miserable regular season. I thought the the shine was off of them. I I, After what I saw in that collapse against Dallas, I didn't trust them at all. They're playing great in the regular season. We just got to wait until the playoffs to see, okay, is this going to carry over or not? And that's their own fault for how they played, how they ended – last season but like that this is what happens with just really good regular season teams is all right you got to prove it to us now in the playoffs but good on the suns for for you know battling through what happened at the end of last season because yeah i thought i thought they were done they're gonna get something for jay crowder there was a a report that there was a three-team deal that was done but then it's been like a week now and it's not done so I don't know what happened with that, but they're going to get something for Jay Crowder. They're going to get healthy. Devin Booker, who Leland mentioned, yeah, Booker's playing even better than he has been the past couple of seasons. Like, credit to him. Yeah. He's playing great. DeAndre Ayton, I, the vibes are still weird, but on the court, they're making it work. So 
you know, good on yeah, them. They've won uh, five straight. They're looking, they're looking like the, they're the, the best team, team in the West. Be, yeah. They seem to be the in, the in the West right now yeah. because the, the Warriors still have to get their stuff together. They're better than they were at the start of this season, but they still have to get their stuff together. They, to get more up and they, they are awful on the road. The Warriors they're they're very two, bad on the road. two and nine on the road, but even with the Suns, that's why I said the Suns don't look as impressive as they looked in the past. They were a very good road team last year and they're three and five on the road right now so like i said the the suns have looked good you know the last couple of games five straight game a five game winning streak is great but overall i don't think they've looked as good as they looked the last the past two years all gonna come down to the playoffs yeah the suns. but then- the celtics bucks and, and I, w- I would say I would say a low key, a, a lighter key for for the Cavs. They look like Cavs more, really. More they started off yeah, hot. Cavs are not doing well right now. They started yeah. off really hot, but they've not played well uh, recently. Celtics are the best team in the league. I, I, it's close because the the Suns have been really good and the Bucks have been good as well. Bucks with injuries too. Like that team. That's a completely different team once Middleton. Return so the fact that they're yeah. playing this well without Middleton, uh, yeah, they're gonna be even hey, better. Giannis was hurt, Middleton's. Giannis was hurt, uh, yeah. had some nagging injuries and had to miss a game or two. So, yeah, they're still 14 and five, Celtics 17 and four. And this is like unsurprising for the Celtics. I think we all thought the Celtics would be better than they were last year, and a lot of people forget how, how they weren't looking good the first half of last season, and it seems like a distant memory now because of how good they've looked to start off this season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Celtics, they're the best. Their offense is, like, operating at a historical rate. J- Jason and, Tatum's looking like an MVP candidate, right? Tatum, yeah, he's looked really good. That's just a that's just a well, well-constructed, well-oiled team. They have not missed a beat from going to the finals. Last year, they've grown, and... You know, getting uh, Brogdon was that that solved some issues, but Marcus Smart is playing great as well. Uh, so yeah, the Celtics are looking good, man. They're looking good. Caden is here to talk about. I, I have no idea what but he's here. Hi, Caden. Hi. What are you talking about? Uh, I was going to talk about hockey last week, but I had a car appointment, so we'll talk about it this week. Okay. So. Hockey's been really good this season. It's actually been it's been really fun. I've not been watching as much as I usually would just because I have not had time. But what I have watched busy. is what? You're not busy. I, I really am not. I'm just lazy and I don't really want to throw a game on. I've been watching Power Rangers a lot. Fair. Yeah. But uh, you know, I wanted to talk a little bit about Jason Robertson. So, Jeremy, have you heard uh, about this? Have you heard about Robertson? Yeah, he scored a goal against the Avs in the final seconds, and then they lost in overtime, and he's scoring really well, but the Dallas Stars can't beat the 2022 Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche, so who gives a shit about them? All right, whatever you say. I actually just... Good talk! Good talk, Caden! Gives a shit about Jason Robertson. He's on this Dallas team that's annoying as shit. Can't stand them. Can't stand Dallas. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, sometimes I appreciate you so much, Jimmy. <laughs> I, that's a great comment, Ashok. Ashok said, hello, Fightful's Jack the Chopper. <laughs> oh, be nice to Kaden. Be nice to Kaden. I'm not, but everybody else should be. 
Yeah. Do you want to talk about something that's not the Dallas Stars because Fine. they can't beat uh, the 2022 Stanley Cup champion Colorado Avalanche? Yes, the Colorado Avalanche signed Alex Galchenyuk to a league men 750k deal. So yeah. that's a We're good so depth player. Fucking injured that we've got to sign Alex Galchenyuk. They were so I had heard in the preseason that the plan was that they were going to sign Alex Galchenyuk, and then he got injured. And now that he's healthy, they wanted to sign him because they really liked him in training camp. Yeah, we're also really injured. We we have, our entire second line is out. We have Landis Cognachushkin and Rodriguez, which is a first line on like seventy five percent of the teams, all injured for us. So our second Alex Galchenyuk, second line center, great, and we're still winning games because Alexander Gagoriev is the greatest goaltender in the history of the league. Nathan yeah. McKinnon is the greatest player in the history of the league. And Kale McCarr doesn't give a shit about any other player in the league. And he's the greatest player of all time. Yeah, Kel McCarr is awesome. we're still winning games. Yeah. Kel McCarr's had a good season. I don't think he's had a uh... great season. Great season. He's had a great season. Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to skip over anything having to do with the Avalanche. I'm going to go to the other conference. Let's go to the Eastern Conference. The New Jersey Devils won 13 straight games. They lost their 14th after three goals got called back. But they've, like, they've had a complete turnaround. SP3, the best way to explain this is, uh, like, let's say the Lakers, who are absolute dog shit this year. <laughs> uh, next year, they come in and they have uh, a 13-game winning streak. This is a the terrible terrible analogy do not force the lakers hate okay i'm all about the lakers hate but we can't force it here this is terrible because (laughs) the the devils have not tried this is like let me explain it to you in actual terms where i'm not taking shots at your lakers sb3 i'm being fair to your lakers this is like the grizzlies All right, the Grizzlies, they were a bad team for a while, but they're a young team. They're not expected to be good, right? And then the Grizzlies turn it around, much like they did last season, and all of a sudden end up as the second seed. It's very much like the Grizzlies. It has nothing to do with the Lakers. Caden is just taking shots at the Lakers to be mean. And because of that, I'm going to remove them again because I don't appreciate that. I appreciate you, SB3. I was actually going to compliment. I was actually going to compliment Caden too because he was on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel last night on our Raw watch along. I don't know how that happened, but I was going to say he actually, you know, provided some entertainment with some horrible takes and some bad opinions. So that uh, no, I mean uh, horrible takes and bad opinions make make good content. It makes yeah, good content. So sometimes you need that on screen. And it wasn't the most exciting episode of Raw. So I found myself watching that more than Raw because how bad his opinions and takes are. And then he proves myself my point again with his opinion and take here on a bad analogy. We're, we're not going to force the Lakers hate. Okay, Caden? We, it's very easy to hate on the lane. It's very, it's really it's very easy. It's, it's, it's very easy. But we don't. He need doesn't even watch basketball. What are we, we talking about here? What are we talking about? He's just going off of what you say. Like, what are we doing <laughs> here? A single game. <laughs> what are we doing here? I don't, I don't know. What, what else do you have? Uh, rest in peace, Jason David Frank. I, I've been like, I grew up with Power Rangers. 
I was saying in the, the chat You're like for the 12. You're not even grown up as I, it no, is. No, I grew up with the Disney era. I grew up with the Disney era of the of the Power Rangers. So like I was saying when they when SP3 and Jensen did the show on Friday, I was saying that I grew up with uh Dino Thunder. And so that was like one of my first introductions. So I had a version of Tommy Oliver over there. And I went back like, when I was little, I would watch Mighty Morphin, Zeo, Turbo, In Space is still my favorite, Lost Galaxy, all of them. Um, so yeah, that, that I was at the airport going home from Newark when that started coming out and devastating news, really bad to hear. And yeah, uh, I think the Jensen said that he wants, he wants to get a Jason Davids Frank tattoo. And so I think me and him are going to go do that at hard to kill possibly. So yeah. Oh my gosh. You and Steven Jensen going to get tattoos together. Sounds. Can we tape this? Can you guys record this for content? Because this yes. sounds amazing. Yes, please do. Please. <laughs> this do. sounds absolutely amazing. All right, well, we'll do that. Anything else, Caden? Uh, Disney Power Rangers is fairly good. I actually enjoy it. Phil Lindsay disagrees. He's yeah, like, Phil's like it's a Disney era. I like Power Disney Power Rangers. I grew up with it, so it's the one I prefer. <laughs> All right, good, good talk, Caden. Bye. him trying to force lakers hate catch those springtime vibes all over arizona break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks take a hike among the wildflowers just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees discover arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure I won't stand for well, it. He doesn't SB3. watch basketball. Like, that's ridiculous. That's that's like me hating on his uh, insert hockey team here. I don't <laughs> even say anything. I don't even say anything to hockey. What are we doing here? Most of y'all talk about hockey. It's Mighty Ducks game changers. Can't wait for the season finale this coming. I gotta, I gotta catch up on that. I'm I've watched the first like two, maybe three episodes. I gotta, I gotta really catch up on that. That's it takes good. like the fourth or fifth episode to get in this season <laughs> to get used to not, not Bombay. Being yeah, no, that that's very sad that he's not there. I mean, I understand what happened there, but like very sad that, yeah. that he's not there. I, I'm okay. Season. Me and me and Justin discussed it, and I, I'm I'm like him. I agree uh, that I'll be okay with it if Bombay is back next season. Like they're back in Minnesota next season i think they did it in the right way where they presented it you know they're in summer camp they have a reason to not have bombay there because they're in a different location but next season they need to be back at the in minnesota so bombay should be there or at least somebody from the mighty ducks should like if it's not charlie conway yeah charlie conway you've been having guest spots with uh, the bash brothers one of them one of these people need to be the coach if it's not bombay Probably Conway is always the answer for for this. Adam Banks, what's he up to? Adam Banks was on the first season, so he was. He was. I saw the Bash Brothers were on this season. The the right? first episode, yeah, yeah they were yeah. the construction workers at yes. the uh, the Ice Palace. Yeah. So I saw I saw that. Um, yeah, I, I, I got to I got to catch up on it. One thing I will give it credit for, and me and Jensen, I think on our next, uh, you know, Friday episode, we're probably going to talk about uh, this season of Mighty Ducks Game Changers. One thing I will say, my biggest like 
positive about this season is that no Bombay has allowed the kids to develop more as characters. Like I, 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 I think that uh, Nick Gant, Nick is one of the best Mighty Duck characters that they've ever had. Like he's up there with some of the, the, the better movie characters as well. He's, he's hilarious. I do like the mom and, and what yeah. uh, uh, the actor's name who plays the, the coach at the summer camp. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I've seen him in a bunch of a bunch of stuff, but I know his his name on the show is Coach Cole. Coach Cole, yeah. All right, it's it's gonna annoy me that I legitimately cannot remember Josh Jumel. Uh Yeah, I've seen him on soap poppers. I remember I, the first time Josh I ever Mill. saw him. I think it was All My Children. All My Children. Jesus, I think so. I think so. Yes. <laughs> he he was in a show called Las Vegas. Did you ever watch this show? I've heard of it. I've never watched it. My dad. I've seen him in. I seen him. I seen him in so many shows. So as soon as I saw him, I was like, okay, yeah, Transformers, yeah. Yeah, So as soon as I saw him, I was like, okay, I can. At least it's a familiar face. At least it's not like totally different. He's been in all my children. Jesus, yeah, he's been in a bunch of shit. My dad loves the uh, the Las Vegas show. Watch, it was always on the television when when uh, I've sent Share Delaware the link. to talk about the challenge here in a second. She said she is running late. What does she have to do? Uh-oh. We're going to grill her about running late here. She's running late for us or running late for something else? I, I assume <laughs> us. You know, we're not that important. We're not that important. The challenge isn't. We got love, we got love tests to do on this show as well with Share Delaware. This is true. The love doctor segment. The love doctor. Yes. We're gonna get. I'm gonna, I know what I'm getting you for Christmas already. This is a whole love doctor outfit. There we go. Oh boy. Uh yeah. It is Fergie's ex. A shock. Josh Jamel was uh was married to Fergie. There you go. I did not know that. There you go. Really. Nope. Fergie with one of the greatest all star uh performances of all time in nba history you know what i thought you were about to say fergie with one of the best all-star lineup of exes we've ever seen (laughs) who has the best all-star lineup of exes if you if you kardashian's list of like exes like that's you could you create a great basketball team with that well yeah because they're all (laughs) ex-basketball players like is that what we're actually doing like are we playing a game of basketball no no it just has to be all-stars like Star names who has oh, all, the, the, otherwise Derek like, yeah, Jeter's like up there? Jenner's. Oh, yeah, I was like, Kendall Jenner's list is going to be. I don't know who's beating that team. She's got Devin Booker, Ben Simmons, and a couple others, I'm sure, as well. Like, she's got actual NBA talent on that team, and she does it on the low, like, she never gets it on the show. Like, there's never you never oh, see God. Booker or I, I, this is the missus. This is one of her reality oh, shows. Why are you just throwing? Shows, why are you? Why are you throwing your misses under the bus? I, I mean, I, it, no, I, I won't front like I don't that I don't like it because it's like so it's so dramatic for no reason. But I did enjoy when they uh they they shot the stuff when uh Chloe found out that Tristan cheated again when he got the girl pregnant. That's great television. I'm sorry, I don't care what anybody says. That was great television. It was Kim telling her over the phone, like, did you hear Tristan? Is it got this girl pregnant in Houston? And then it was he got her, he slept with her the same night as your birthday. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> great stuff. Great drama. I love trash reality. Trash reality is great. We're not condone cheating on this show. That's awful. You should not condone this. 
It it is. I'm not denying that. But it's great. It's great to see the aftermath. I don't know. What am I doing here? What am I doing here? Too hot to handle is back. Oh, nice. On December. It is. On December seventh. On December seventh. Don't get my. I was just talking about this at uh, Thanksgiving. That me and my uh, nephew and his missus. We were talking about all the trash reality we watch on uh, Netflix. And I I told them to watch Too Hot to Handle. You gotta, you gotta watch this season of Love Is Blind. They were, they were talking about Love Is Blind too. So, but I was the one that had to tell them about the because they saw the season one. I think they're up to season two or three, and they saw season one. And I was like, yeah, the girl that came with uh, homie Damien to the party is from Too Hot to Handle. And he was, he was like, oh, yeah. what's Too Hot to Handle? And then I had to explain to him because he also watches The Circle, my nephew. So I told okay. him Chloe from season two is from Too Hot to Handle too. He was like, oh, all these Too Hot to Handle people going to other reality shows. I was like, yeah, so it's a good show to watch. Plus the, the concept is great. Uh, people are talking about all-star lineup, Pete Davidson. Yeah, that's a... Pete Davidson, yeah. Pete Davidson's got an all-star lineup. He's with this Emily Retchnikowski. I can't say her last name, but... He already got with someone else? Damn. It's There's only been three weeks. Retchnikowski. She's, she's a supermodel who does other stuff, I'm Been sure. with Ari- Ariana Grande, Ariana Kim Grande. Kardashian. Yep. Do you, do, you, do you utilize the website Who's Dated Who? You heard of this website? No, no. Oh, this is this is if you this just want to like this would be great to do. Like we need a whole like episode where we go through six degrees of separation in oh, like me... celebrities and stuff. All right, let me let me pull up this this website here. Didn't like Who's MTV the... and VH1 used to do stuff like that, like the six degrees of separation. They did. I forget, like yeah, they used to do that. Like they don't do that anymore. We're gonna steal. Well, that's what we need to do on FFC. We need to steal all the concepts that were great from MTV and VH1. They were when they were actual freaking networks and weren't <laughs> just reality show freaking outlets. That's all they are now. And they don't even show music videos on either one of them, which was their original base. So, you know, we had the era when they were doing all video, you know, music videos. Then we had the era where they were doing like pop culture stuff. Best week ever. Yo, we need that. Yes, that's a that's a weekly. Best week ever was really good. That was was VH1. We need to we need to decide who's had the best week ever. NBA, trash reality. That's what we need to do every week out of everything. I like this. I like this. Uh, all right, so here's who's dated who. All right, so we can go, we can like look at Pete Davidson, okay? Okay. It, it even has person. There's apparently a football, Amer- American football person. Look at this man. <laughs> Wait, can, Emily, we, can we click Emily... on the picture? No, no. We're not going to just skip by the picture. The picture they use. <laughs> 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 this man, this man got a, got a smoking cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> you think it's a cigarette? Yeah, it's you think that? Nah, that probably is a blunt. Yeah, it's yeah. Probably a Let's joint. be honest. It's yeah, it's definitely a joint. Uh, but man, that's great. That's great. All right, let's go to his the people he's been with. Now. All right, so he's he's currently dating Emily Ratchkowski. Kim okay. Kardashian, Kim Phoebe Denver. I, I don't know who that is, but apparently they dated. Kia Gerber, Margaret Qualley, Kate Beckett. I forgot he was wow. like. Wow, yeah, I didn't. I forgot uh, that too. Ariana Grande, Cassie mm-hmm. David, and Carly Aquino. See, like this, this website. It's just it's got all of them. 
of, of like who they dated and stuff. So I saw I saw somebody mention Reggie Bush. So let's look at Reggie Bush because all I know from Reggie Bush is Kim. Yeah, that's all I know. Kim Kardashian got got may have the goat the goat all star list. <laughs> like, <laughs> Reggie Bush has some... been married for eight years. Oh my God. Oh, oh Jesus. All right. Lilith so have the... a have a gone apparently is who he's mm. he's married to. Uh, Claudio these are all guess supermodels, I guess. I guess I've I don't know. Yeah, so so right. see, it even has rumor. If it was you know not confirmed, you know, <laughs> this is sources great. gotta confirm this stuff. This is great. What what we're we gonna do now, ladies and gentlemen? This is gonna be a, a regular bit on the show too. You, what you can do if you're watching Eve this Torres. Movie. Wait a second, Reggie Bush. What did he went over Eve Torres? When why did For I know a year. Him? Oh shit! Couple. Oh they shit! Dated from 2004 to 2005. So this is before her time in WWE, even. Uh, I believe so. I don't. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. She okay. came in like closer to the 2010s, like stuff, like late 2000s, late 2000s. Late 2000s I, I believe she came in, okay. if I'm not mistaken. I, I'm terrible with like dating stuff. I say it all the time. I'm really bad. Let me see when you Torres is. Let me see. I'll go to her wiki. I'll go to her wiki night now. Um, she came into WWE 2007 Diva Shirt. So yeah, yeah so, late late 2000s. Yeah. So yeah, this was before she was like, I guess really known. Yeah. Uh, what was she, she was doing before this? She, yeah, yeah. Oh, she went to, to USC. Ah. She went to USC. So they probably went. Out. Yeah, they probably went out when she was still in USC. Wow, yeah. this is crazy. See th- this website. You learn some things here. Yeah, let us know in the comments down below. Let us know, everybody, who you want us to search on who <laughs> dated who to determine. Or and, and then at the end of the year, we only got a month left of the year. At the end of the year, we'll determine who has the all who's the Mount Rushmore of all-star lineups of, <laughs> of people they dated, of exes. Everyone, Phil and Caden are like, oh, look, it's the tag talk. We did this bit last <laughs> week. I like the tag talk background. I don't know if Me Haley too. made it or Kylie made it, but yeah, I like it's the beautiful. tag talk background and you know, show, show the girls some love. Go follow them. Go watch their show. They do great work. Exactly. And I'm just, I'm honestly just too lazy to like click out of it. Somebody, somebody wants to make like a, a generic overbooked background. Please be my guest. But until then, we're just going to keep using the tag talk background because that's the last show that airs on this channel. So it's the background that's on here. And so that's what I'm going to have on here. Or you could like make a background for us with nothing but FMC quotes, like Elite Big, Mickey Mouse isn't black, all the great stuff, all the great ones Mickey of uh, FM of FMC history. <laughs> Mickey Mouse isn't black. Is so <laughs> he is. He is. I love that y'all made that a clip. On the, yeah, all I get is a, all, I, all I get is a alert, and it's like Mickey Mouse isn't black with my face on it. That's cool. yeah. Hilarious. Yeah, Kaden had a short on that on Mickey Mouse not being black. Uh all right. So oh my god. Yeah, Reggie Bush has got a, a nice little lineup here. Yeah, say. he does. Quite impressive. I did not that was a that was a that was that blow the, the mind blown moment of the Eve Torres was Eve one. Torres. <laughs> hey, it's like, that one it's like we're not even supposed to be talking about wrestling. What are we doing? <laughs> Eve Torres just popped up. My God. Let's look at Kim Kardashian's list. This is the goat. I'm telling y'all. I'm telling y'all, ladies and adult gentlemen. Adult content. We got an hey. adult content. 
fucking <laughs> We have an adult content warning. Yeah. 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 Oh no. Are we Yo, 18? Is... <laughs> I think we are. Is everyone here? Is everyone watching 18? Let us know if you're not 18. Caden, please leave the stream. Yeah, Caden's got to leave the stream. <laughs> so here we go. Pete Davidson. Yay. 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 Not even Kanye West. Yay. Uh, Chris Humphreys. I don't know. Gabriel, Gabriel Aubrey. Um, Aubrey. John Mayer. I know him. Yeah. Um, Michael Copan. Copan. Sure. Miles Austin. I remember Miles Austin. My it's God. been so long. Like that name, like I caught me off guard even seeing it. I was like, what? Dallas Cowboys legend, Miles Austin. Yeah. Shin, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Wow. She's got, yo, she's got sports athletes. Like, oh shit. Like, I didn't know she went out with Usher. I didn't know. M50. What? <laughs> damn. All these, damn. Did the whole Hollywood like went through this? Uh, Jay-Z I don't believe rumor. it. Wow, yeah, I don't believe yeah, that. Rumor. I don't believe that. I don't believe, I don't believe that. I only think I only think uh, beyond that's Beyonce's type. Yeah, I've heard Bow Wow already. I've heard that many times. Reggie Bush, Reggie we know Bush. about that one. Yeah. Evan, Evan Ross. Ross. Marquise Hills. She went out with Roger. Oh shit, man, her standards are <laughs> were low before Reggie. Um, Nick Cannon. Scott Scorch. Nick Fonsworth. Of course, Bentley. Of, of course, Nick Cannon. She let Fonsworth. Fonsworth. Bentley. Oh, no. My God. Game. We've heard that one. Game. Yeah, I've heard that one. Nick Lachey. Oh, I didn't know Nick Lachey. I didn't either. Ray J. We know that one. So I don't know. Wait, wait the, like, we got to find out what was the timing of the Nick Lachey one? Because that's it says 2006. It says okay, so it was it was in the years between Jessica and his current wife. Yeah. Current, put some respect on Vanessa Lachey's name. Okay, relax, relax. It's, I only watched one May. season of Love Is Blind. It looked um, like it was just a hookup and a breakup. It doesn't look like. Yeah. Look, look at it. This is the greatness of this website, by the way. You just get <laughs> all the timeline. Oh shit! See, you can look, and at then the age. age difference. See, he was thirty-two. Yeah. She was twenty-five. Look this is great stuff. Yeah, stats, pictures of them as well. Like, like, what's their most famous thing? Reality TV singer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Damon Thomas. I don't know who that is. Joey Lawrence. You want to watch Chris Judd? Uh, uh, Damon Thompson. Who Joey Lawrence. Judd? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> what are you whoing about? Joey Lawrence. Of oh, course. Of yeah, course. Joey, Lawrence. Joey Lawrence. Yeah. Whoa. Why is Chris Judd's like head and it's so big. <laughs> it, it's going from frame to frame. Like, yeah, like... why his face ratio is just off? Sorry to Chris Judd. I don't know who Chris Judd is. You seem shocked by this. I don't know who Chris Judd. Is. I, I've I've heard the name and seen his face so many times, but I couldn't tell you what, what does he, he does. do. Let's click on him. Let's kick well, on let's, him. Let's 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 finish up the. the okay, we only. All right, so there. That that's everything. Kayla Best, uh, Brandon Jenner. Wait, Brandon Jenner? Okay, that's not related to Chris Jenner, right? I I don't know. Okay, or or Bruce. Maybe Jenner. they dated before Chris and and Bruce got together. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. All right, okay. Chris Judd. I don't know who this man is. 
Wow, they went out for a while, didn't they? Is that Jennifer or Lopez? Is that, or that's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, that's where I know him from. He was Jennifer Lopez, ex, oh. ex-husband. Kelly Wolf. Apparently, they've been married for a while. Oh, he was he was married to Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, yeah. Isn't fuck she, is Chris wasn't, Judd? Wasn't he the one that married uh, J Lo after uh, she was with Diddy? Wasn't wasn't that? Sure. What does he do? I think he's a choreographer. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was in some movies that I've never seen. La La Land. Never seen it. Nah. Yeah, me either. Never seen it. Didn't didn't think it was good. So I didn't watch. I it. love the comments. He's got a lot of booty there. <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of booty in there. Okay, so so Brandon is Caitlyn Jenner's son. So, yeah, they must have been dating before. uh, Imagine if that's how uh, Caitlyn and Chris met. I guess. Also, her stepbrother. Yeah, they had to be dating before they got married. I mean, otherwise, that's a little off. That's a little incesty. Or, I don't, I I don't, they did before him. That's what what Phil has confirmed. Okay. All right. I don't know how we got down this rabbit hole. But I'm here. I'm here for it. Let's look at J Lo. J Lo's got an uh, J Lo's got an impressive. She's got impressive a, lineup of, of her own. She does. All right, so we've got Alex Rodriguez, mm-hmm. uh, Drake, Drake, Casper Smart, a rumor of Bra- uh, Bradley Cooper and Rodrigo Satoro. Uh, Mark Anthony. They were married. Yes. Ben Affleck, they're apparently back on. Yep, Chris, Chris Judd. Chris yep, I was right. Right after Diddy, right after right Diddy after was Diddy. Chris Judd. Yep. It was the okay. the person in the middle of Diddy and Ben Affleck. I remember that he was that. That's what I remember. I didn't remember Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes? What? What? Where have I been? How did I not know J Lo and Wesley Snipes went out with each? Wesley Snipes was the first black man to to visit Plymouth Rock. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> they even got compatibility how do they how do they do this compatibility on this 50 oh the zodiac at least they've got like how they measured it my gosh okay well now now i want to see like couples let's look and, at like, j-lo and diddy i want to see how compatible they were because i felt like that was the person she should have been with now I want to see like the couples and like how compatible they are. Oh, 48%. Not good. Oh, wow. Not good. The Chinese Zodiac signs tanks it. The age is good, but the Chinese Zodiac just tanks it 1%. Wow. Good there. Let's look at Jay-Z and Beyonce. Oh, they're man. actually married. Compatibility <laughs> thing has added a whole new level. Yeah, like that 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 made it more interesting to me. Now I want to see married couples how compatible they are. All right, Jay Z, Eminem. Yeah, I don't believe that one at all. Yeah, I don't believe that rumor. I don't believe that. Forty five percent. Wow. I mean, that makes cheating. sense though. <laughs> exactly. The Chinese zodiac. The Chinese zodiac signs, man. It's gonna tank any of these relationships. Yeah. Oh, uh, yay and Kim now. Oh, <laughs> Let's look at oh that. boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hold on. Just yay. I forget. You don't need, mm-hmm. can't even, all right. Now you have oh, to spell God. it out for the search. Yeah. 
Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. 70%. Wow. wow. I, that's what I had a feeling. I still think they are very compatible to each other. Because everything. Zodiac is 100%. Because everything they said about the person they want to fall in love with, but if go back and watch old Car- Keeping Up with Kardashian episodes, watch old interviews no. with Kanye, they described each other before they got with each other. That's why I said I, I, I wanted to see how compatible they were because I thought it was very high. I mean, it's 70%. Good on them. But they still didn't last. Nope. Jay-Z and Becky with the good hair. Oh, man. <laughs> Is is would that be listed for Jay Z? I don't know. <laughs> Do we know who Becky with the good hair? Let's Actually. look at Jay's list. Uh, Rita Ora, Drea Michelle, Yes Live Can, Free. I believe the free one. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't believe the Kim one for Jay, but I do believe the free. Free used to act very, uh, very, very much who of a fan free? of Jay Z. From uh, 106 in Park. Oh, 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 okay, okay, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, Beyonce, Blue, Trina. Blue Aaliyah. Cantrell? Oh, no, so. Yeah. Aaliyah, okay. Rosario Dawson. Dawson. I did not know that. Neither. Chanel Scott. Christina Milian, okay. Yeah, I, I remember that vaguely. That was very... Yeah. That was very very Baltimore. Yeah. Charlie Baltimore, I remember. Um T Boz, I think I heard something about that. I oh, he went out with he, <laughs> there's a rumor he went out with the, the with the with the girl from uh in the house. <laughs> LL Cool J in the house. Maya uh what's that? Myla uh Mia Campbell? Campbell. Yeah. Uh Ananda Lewis. And some of these names just flashbacks. Oh, yeah, I was like Ananda Lewis. Oh, that was the uh, VJ from <laughs> yeah, VJ for MTV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only reason I remember her is because she was on the uh, the Woodstock '99 documentary. <laughs> there we go. There's there's Jay Z's history. Mariah Carey. He got a nice list too. He got some. He got some. Yo, he he would have a super female group of singers. <laughs> If he he would. He really would. Beyonce, be Mariah Carey, Blue Cantrell. Oh man. Trina, Aaliyah. Yeah. He got some rappers in there too. Yeah. Yo, they oh, busting man. down the track. They making some <laughs> movies with Rosario. Jay Z's putting that. together a nice Yo. album with this list. <laughs> he put an album, nice and a movie album. together because a lot of those, a lot of the, of the singers and rappers in here have been in movies as well. And you got Rosario Dawson there. Why not make a movie as well? Uh, all right. Who? Cher is still running late. I don't know where she's at. We'll get into the challenge at some point. <laughs> Who else do we have that we can throw on this list here? Who's a couple that like seems very stable and we can check their compatibility? Like no, Jay Z and Beyonce. I know they've been married for a long time, but there was the cheating stuff. There. Yeah. What's yes. a couple that was like? Very stable, no issues, just been together for a while. You never hear anything bad about them. Like who who who's that couple? I mean, I mean if they're a famous name. couple, it's very hard to, yeah. to say out of that. So it's like, many. There's gotta be somebody that maybe somebody that just like not thinking of, but just they're good. Everything you hear about them is good. Is Kurt Russell and Kevin Bacon and Kira Cedric? There we go. There you go. Look at them. 
Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, are they still together? I feel like you don't hear much bad about them. All right, Kevin Bacon, Curious Hendrick. They've been together for a while, I feel like. 34 years. Wow. How compatible are they? 51%. Wow, see? Okay. See? I saw your text. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was looking at the chat. The wife has come in to say uh Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh, that's a good oh, one. So fifty-one percent for Kevin Bacon and Kiris Cedric. The Chinese Zodiac the man. Chinese jo- Zodiac LB The Chinese hate love. They Why the fuck everything. do the Chinese hate love so much? Oh, you know, you another good one, a long time couple. And I know we don't usually talk about this, but because we're doing capacity, we can't talk about it. Stephanie and Triple H. <laughs> 83%. Look at there we go. There we go. There's love. 100% on the Chinese zodiac. Wow, the Chinese zodiac Chinese. is the is the one that bumped them up. That's crazy. Get the shit out of the Chinese zodiac. Good on Gosh. them. Let's go, Freddy. The, the regular go zodiac got them, but the Chinese zodiac they destroyed. Go ahead, Freddy. Go ahead. Going I like with Buffy. Uh, Miriam, Miriam, Miriam Buffy. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, all right. What well, if people wanted to do Triple H and Stephanie for some reason? Yes. I'm here for it. Come on. Let's Fine. Compatible. compatible they are. She's apparently still dating Andrew Martin. So. <laughs> <laughs> she was previously married to Paul. Oh, boy. <laughs> This website doesn't seem very updated. <laughs> They're at 81%. Oh, see? Good stuff. They're at 81%. That's Look good. at that. So he acted well. The age difference is what kind of hurt them. Mm. Very well. In the yeah, Zodiac, Zodiac is 100%. Let's go. Yeah. Good on them. The age. What? How old? Uh, what's the age difference between them? It was up there. It was up. You, you oh, was it? it? I skip it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's right here. Oh, seven year difference. That's not terrible. Yeah, that's not. That's not horrible. She was twenty three when they started dating. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that makes. I, sense. I don't realize these things. I, I'm bad at this. I think everyone's in their thirties. I don't know. You just think everyone just widespread. Everyone's yeah, in everyone's in their. <laughs> He's like, I'm in my 30s, so that must mean everyone else. <laughs> exactly. I just assume everyone's in their 30s. When they started dating, she was in her 30s. I she was 23. He's like, you're not going to retroactively change my mind about this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There we go. Zach Efron and Vanessa Hudgens. I thought they were going to make it. 73%. Mm. Look at that. They should have made it. Oh, see? They're very compatible. The Chinese, once again. Tanking. Chinese hate love. They don't like love. Oh, they don't like love out here in these streets, y'all. All right, let's let's talk about the challenge. William Regal and Excalibur. I don't I don't I don't know how we got down this rabbit hole, but I'm here for it every week. We're, yeah. We're gonna just do love <laughs> segments every single you know I love love SP3. So this is all we're doing. You either get the love doctor or we get the who dated who. Or both. We might once Share Delaware gets here, what we can do we can do more. Yes. Do the love doctor, but she is being lame. Move that. Let's being lame. <laughs> throw on uh 
follow, follow me at at Haley Ann underscore yeah. and follow uh, follow uh, Jeremy at Fuller underscore Kylie. All right. Yes. Follow both of us. Don't follow us on the other stuff that we have because I don't want followers. Please stop following. He wants okay. leaders. I just don't want don't want anybody. I don't want to interact with people. I don't like people. All right. So the challenge this week, SP3, coming off of a J victory. He tried to shake up the house. It kind of worked. I mean, they got they got a, they got a top team out of there. Did I not mark? Uh, Laurel. Oh, Jack and Laurel. Okay, I did mark them. All right. So yeah, Jack and Laurel are out. We go on to to this week's challenge. Who won it? SB three. Who won it? But my man, two time, two time daily challenge winner Nelly, Nelly T. T. Nelly T. Done. And let's give it up for Norice. Norice, the Nelson Whisperer. She has found something in him, and she really, I think, like, you could say maybe it was, like, more of a team effort for the first challenge that they won. This one I give 100% to Norris because the, the puzzle yeah. was the real yeah. key here because, uh, you know, although they were they set the pace as far as the running with Nelson kind of going out the gate very fast uh, early on and keeping that pace for the rest of the, the challenge, that definitely helped them a lot. But it, it definitely it more helped them that Norris is just seems to be great at puzzles and has a great memory. And she really pulled this through so that basically the daily challenge was this challenge where you had to run for for miles to this um checkboard where basically one of the partners had to climb up this thing to see the puzzle and then the other person has to stand on this like one inch thing that can barely fit the ball of your foot and they have to stand on it long enough for you to see what the puzzle it is for you to run back over to the key and put the puzzle together as you saw it. So it's, it, it, it checks out endurance, you know, cardio, as well as your memory and your puzzle skills. So I thought this was a really good challenge and kind of felt like a mini, um, a somewhat mini final in a way, because I feel like this is something that we would definitely see in a final. So it definitely looked good for Nelson and Norris in this early portion. And then it all fell apart. Well, real quickly, you know what you, know, you talk about? Oh, cardio, test your cardio, test your endurance. It tests your puzzle and your memory. You know what it really tested? You know, when I knew that my man Nelly T had this one, when he was like, I've been doing yoga. I've been working on my balance. I'm going to be up there. I'll be balanced and just fine. Like, oh, Nelly T ain't losing this one, baby. He was up there. He it looked very difficult to balance on that. Yeah. Yo, I felt bad for Darrell. Darrell was just like, nope, not gonna happen. And then, oh man, just a couple of these people was just like disappointed me here. Like, uh, you know, you had Veronica walking with Darrell. They literally only yeah. made like one trip, maybe between everybody making like four different trips or three different trips back and forth. Uh, you had an Anissa saying, "I'm built for comfort, not for speed." Oh my God, yeah. that is that is an iconic line for Anissa. Twenty, almost nearly twenty seasons in, and she kind of defined her entire challenge career with that one line. Uh, Nelly and Norris get the victory. And then when they got decisions to make, we see kind of who's running the game 
a little bit SB3. So they try to align with Jay and Devin. Devin's got deals with everybody. And this is touched on before the challenge of like Devin and Tori are making small deals with everyone. The one day deal, the three week deal, signing, just signing 15 day contracts with, with, with teams, two way contracts and everything. He's talking about it like it's a blockbuster rental. Like he went to, he went to Tori before the daily and was like, um, yeah, so I'm coming back to you to see if we should re up. Or one day yeah. deal with, with Jay and Michelle. Like we rented option. it out. Got a player we option in there. We rented it. We rented the movie for a few days. We want one more day. So we're gonna rent it for one day. <laughs> uh so Devin, we find out, has got just a bunch of deals with everybody. But then after the challenge, Nelly is talking with Jay and Devin, and they're saying, like, we're gonna be an alliance, we're gonna be a strong alliance. Who are we? taken out like who are we going after here and they make it clear that they want to go after bananas nelly likes nani doesn't want to hurt nani but bananas is the target here we're talking about anisa and jordan because jordan went after jay uh they don't want to hurt amber because amber and nelly are friends and then Darrell and veronica are just kind of whatever and those are the teams they make they don't mention um fessy and Mar- the two chat teams Believe it or not, Bessie and Mariah, I don't know their point at all, but they're just floating. And Horacio and Olivia also just float. Nelly and Olivia. Well, then that makes sense. That makes sense with the relationship that Norris and Nelly have with right. Olivia after that last time where she kind of gave them the, the alley-oop of picking them so they yeah. could, you know, uh, you know, have one less team that's not mad at them. They couldn't do it this time so that was understandable but like yeah like it, the teams that he picked i don't think were a big issue except for amber and chauncey if if this was the case if you were gonna throw in someone who you you literally say in the interrogation or figuring out the nomination uh you literally said amber would never say your name so if you have a choice between two people who who you think are on your side or think you're friends with amber and chauncey are Fessel and uh, Mariah, I would pick Fessel and Mariah because Fessel has stabbed you in the back before. It don't matter how close y'all are. <laughs> think about the games. Take emotion out of it. The right choice was Fessel and, and Mariah, and you could have went in with the same mentality of telling Darrell and Veronica that if you pick the safe dagger, pick them. Pick them. So, you know, that works out better. So then when you get to, you know, pick one of those teams, Fasel and Mariah is right there for you to pick. Or if you're still, if you're, if you are as good of friends as, you know, Narice and everybody's been describing on all these podcasts that Nelson and Fasel are really good friends again and everything. Okay. That's all fine and dandy. Then you have more of a reason to pick Bananas and Nani in that situation, because that's the real threat out of the four teams you picked. I do not understand that they're not going after Fessy at all. Didn't get it. Don't get it. But I guess, as you said, they're friends now. So they're, he's going to pretend. I don't get it. I really don't. But I just realized I have Emmy and Nam who quit like episode two. Um, I don't get, I thought he should have thrown in Fassy, but he didn't. And so they end up picking the, the four teams that you mentioned. His, his reasoning kind of like last week when it came to, oh, I'm going to put, 
Casey and Nani down there so they can save each other. I understood the reasoning when it came to, okay, I'm going to put Amber and Darrell and then they can save each other because they, they'll most likely save each other. And we're going to try to get Bananas and Nani down there against Anissa and Jordan. And they were very adamant that it was like, this is our reasoning. I understood it. Amber did not like that she wasn't given a heads up about this. I get that. Probably should have been like, hey, we're going to pick you. This is why we're going to pick you. Just to let yeah. you know so you're not shocked when you see your name on the board. He didn't give them that heads up. That was a mistake on their part. But in the interrogation, it looked like Bananas and Nani are going down. Like that's going to be yeah. a choice to go down. And then everybody else will be pulling the dagger. And then something changed when they were talking to Devin, when Amber is, you know, trying to throw Jay under the bus and everything. And Nelson completely bought all of it. He did not like that Amber is going behind back, talking to other people, trying no, to No, Devin, Devin was the one that really threw yes, it Amber was. under the it bus. It was Devin. It was. And Nelson believed all of it. And in the end, they put Amber and Chauncey down there. I don't... Devin's running this thing. And now everybody's on to them. Now yeah. everybody's on to them. But Nelson, my man... Who, uh, bless Nelson, he ain't smart. He ain't the He's smartest when smart it comes to like the, the political that was side. The worst choice. You take out a team that will actually be a threat to you. Amber and Chauncey is not a threat to you. No. What do you do? And you literally told two of the teams in the interrogation, oh, you're my friends. I'm only putting you in there so this person can pick you, this person not. And those are the two teams you don't want to see in there. And those are the two teams that were in the damn elimination. What are we doing? It's not great. Cher, how are you? Hi. Nelson's stupid. I don't know. I mean, this is why the man is never going to win. Haters. He, you guys are haters. He is going to win. This season's the best season. He is not. He's not smart. He's not. He's, he's dumb. They tell him anything and he believes it. Yeah. He's never going to win because of this. Haters. He is going to win this season. I have faith in my man. Now, now one thing I think they didn't show was apparently Nani went to Nelson before the elimination and like had one final plea to him. And Uh, that was part of the reason why he didn't pick Nani and Bananas, which once again, you're putting emotion into a game. And that's where you're never going to win, Nelson. You're never going to win. You always put emotion ahead of this game. We know we have seen it through 38 seasons, multiple different spinoffs. Anyone who deals with emotion usually does not fare well in this game. Yeah. I mean. So they, they throw in Amber and Chauncey. Bananas and Nani once again pull a safe dagger. They save. It's Anissa. almost like they're telling them where to pick the safe dagger. <laughs> Wow, the accusations. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but last week, the way the Laurel looked when they picked the safe dagger that was right in front of them already, she had to look like, yeah, of course they would pick the safe dagger. No, now come on. They would never set it up for Johnny Bananas, the face of the entire show. Who was on the posters advertising seasons he wasn't even on. <laughs> the 
accusations that SD3 and Cher are throwing out here. Maybe they just got a good, what was the season where they had to, I think it was like another dagger, but like they, they had to pull the little gimmick and everyone said like, you could tell which one it was by like weight or something, or like there were flies around it. Oh, and they can tell uh, that was, what uh, it was the the, the uh, kill wasn't not the kill card, but the thing from uh, yeah, uh, well, it was the kill card. No, yeah, that was they... 30, 30 with the that's what they said with 30 when you had to oh. pick the double X's. They said that the oh, okay, yeah, maybe that were was around yeah. the double X's yeah. and okay. that it felt heavier because you yeah. had the, the pull it with the kill card. Everybody said that they really didn't know, even though it did seem like Johnny Riley from portland from real world portland he did know where where the guild card was supposed to yeah. be the flies theory is is great they, they're not telling come on bananas and nani just they're good they know what to pick they know what's big they say nani, he's nani's the- good is that is that the is that what we're going with nani's good? Yeah. is that the hill you want to die on yes <laughs> no i'm gonna die on uh, they t- they save Anissa and Jordan, so it's Darrell and Veronica in there. They play this game where you have to go up and down this uh, big tower that's a bunch of webs and stuff to collect all these puzzle pieces. They, they end up getting every- – both teams get it, and then there's the great bit of like yeah, – they've been here for like two hours. They're trying to figure out this puzzle. The crickets are chirping and everything. It's like nobody can figure out this puzzle. Finally, Amber and Shotzi figure out the puzzle, and they get the victory. And now they're going to pretend that they're going to win a daily and target Nelson and Narice, which isn't actually going to happen. Which is shouldn't be the target because all they are is pawns in Devin's game. Devin yeah. should be the target. Someone yeah. needs to go after Devin, even though I don't want them to because uh, it seems like they're my best chance of winning this season. But uh, <laughs> someone needs to go after Devin because he is running the show right now. I always have that struggle because... It's like, go after Devin. Everybody is like, oh, well, Devin's not athletic, so we can beat him. You know, like, I'm always like, go after Devin, but then I don't want them to because Devin's like the only entertainment. (laughs) Yeah. Like, (laughs) and Johnny, Johnny hit it on the head in this episode. He is doing the West game. He's West in best and X's too. (laughs) X's 2 is Wes's, in my opinion, Wes's best political season. If it wasn't for the format of the uh, Redemption House, he would have won that season easily with Teresa. But this is kind of like Devin's season where he's just, he's making every move. He's involved in everything. All they had was that first elimination where they eliminated a pretty easy team and they haven't been, a, there hasn't been a threat to them yet since. Yeah. The only difference that I will say in those two is like they're both very very intelligent that's why they're so good at manipulating people like they're both but Wes knows if he goes in he can probably still win Devin knows if he goes in unless it's a puzzle he's getting his ass kicked yeah but Devin's is more built on being scared of going into the Olympics. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You wait, wait, West and West showed that in All All Stars three when he was just like uh, when Brad was scared and he was like, "I'll go in, don't worry, I'll go in." And he took out. Not only did he go in, he took out his biggest competition in yes, and that was the only time he was ever in danger. And then he basically moonwalked his way to the championship. The greatest ever, though, was that soccer elimination, however, like 10 years ago with the fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, that was uh, Rivals 3. Rivals 3, yes, yes. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. Wes has had so many iconic moments. I love using that GIF. Such a good GIF. <laughs> Wes is the only person who has like two or three championships but feels like a GOAT because he's so entertaining every single time he's on. Yeah. I mean, and but Wes hasn't, I mean, he's done more recently, but like he took a lot of time off there for a while. So it's understandable. And it he... Was he started gotcha. with the time when it, he started with the time when it was such big fucking teams to win yeah. stuff too. Is West not like a goat though? Like, I mean, behind bananas and CT, I think those are the two that everyone's just like, yeah, they're they're the top two no matter what. When it comes to one victories, two longevity, three like entertainment and everything, like they have all those qualities. After that, like it is West, isn't it? Am I, I, would say, I would say now after All-Stars 3, he definitely has the more of the argument. For a long time, I thought that uh, it wasn't that easy of an argument because I felt like Jordan, before he came back for, you know, uh, he came did back-to-back seasons, War of the Worlds uh, 2, and then Total Madness. I thought Jordan was in the GOAT conversation because he won three back-to-back seasons. He takes seasons off, but the seasons that he worked, he, he won three back-to-back. He won... X is two. Then he took a couple of seasons off. Won uh thirty thirty uh dirty thirty. Then he took a couple of seasons off and won War of the Worlds two, which is three different formats. He won he won a partner season, a single season, and a team season. So that's unheard of. I thought Jordan was in the conversation, but he's more of like tailed off. And I think that Wes has passed him after all. I Jordan came back in with the same desire because it doesn't feel like he wants it as bad anymore like yeah. he made some money that now he's just kind of like okay like i'm he gets paid a shit ton just for coming on the show you know like he makes more just for a season appearance than a lot of people make in a year so he comes on there and he's like okay you know whatever but i think when i think of the challenge and like current or current-ish people, the top three guys that I think of are always Bananas, CT, and Wes. Yeah. Always. Like, my no- and e- my knock even when on... I- huh? Go ahead, Chair. Oh, even when I think all time, like, okay, you got Mark, you got Landon. Like, if Landon came back, I still think he would dominate all of these people. Like, Brad, but Brad was never as good as, like, you thought Brad would be. He just had the look. Yeah. Like, he was never near as good as you thought that he was going to be. And, you know, we don't talk about Evan and Kenny. (laughs) (laughs) If it wasn't for what they did... Uh, I thought I thought I went, I thought at one point each of them could have been like in the conversation, especially Kenny in the latter half. Evan more of when he first came in. If it wasn't for what they did, they would all still be on the show. True. I mean, they would they would still be doing seasons, like but when you think of women, it's like Cara Maria, Evelyn, like that, you know, there's a couple for women and they didn't have near the longevity that the men have either. Like Rachel Robinson was amazing, but like she's she's gone, you know. <laughs> like 
Yeah, and honestly, like I would say it's Kara for the goat females because of it's so rare that a woman was on that many seasons in a in a row and was featured as one of the top stars of the show, and that's why I think that Kara, like the only people really that compete with Kara had very short runs which was like Evelyn with you know three championships uh Emily uh Shrum I think she has two championships because she did the spinoff with all stars and then um who else Laurel but Laurel's only won one championship so a lot of the girl a lot of the other women don't have as many championships and wasn't featured as much as Kara Marie well and I think the difference too is like Laurel was taking time off because she was going to school. Like, she's just now finished school, you know, because Kara didn't have that. So she wasn't like, oh, I need to take this time off. And that's what happened with a lot of, I think Heather Cook could have been in the top, like, women because she was so good. She just went in there and kind of minded her business. And she she was just very athletic. I mean, that girl was playing soccer overseas and stuff. Like, that's why she couldn't come on the seasons. But now she has two or three kids. Like, she's not coming back. So I think that's what happened with a lot of them is either they were going to school or they had families. And then it was like, oh, okay, well, they're gone now. Like, well, Teresa. Teresa was gone for so long having babies. Like, I don't know. My knock on Jordan is... As a competitor, he's definitely one of one of the best to, to ever do it. I don't think he brings as much as like political player is overall entertainment factor. And, and so especially compared to Wes, like Wes is going to yeah. scheme, make deals and everything. Jordan is just very straightforward of like, I'm going to play the game and he's going to win most of the time, which is a, a fair credit to him. But I'm talking overall big picture when it comes to the show and the like moments and everything the moment you remember jordan for is a loss he flips over all the cards to go against to go. bananas and he loses like that's jordan's like I, honestly even over like the wins and stuff like that's jordan's biggest moment is he goes in there he flips the cards and he loses if he wins that then i'm probably thinking more highly of jordan but I, when i just look at overall big picture again when i look at longevity when i look at victories and, and competitiveness in the physical contest but also competitiveness in the house and then entertaining moments and everything that's why i put the ct bananas and west over jordan i i love the 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 kill card moment and i think it's one of the the best ballsy moments in elimination history and i love eliminations but i don't think that when i think of jordan i think of dirty 30s finals when he broke his freaking leg coming out of the damn sky and still wins the damn race against Derek and ct like, that's what you should remember from him. He did it with one damn leg and beat one of the guys that is the GOAT and one of the guys that's probably underneath him when it comes to GOATs. To be that's fair, fair. That's, that's, that's great. I had forgot about that until you just brought it up. <laughs> I remember. Flipping the fucking cards to go in against Bananas. Like That's the moment. I the Young Jordan, he's older now, and he's like, I'm still cocky, but like young Jordan was a moment because he had such a chip on his shoulder anyway. And then he knew that people thought he wasn't as strong because of his hand. 
he knew that people were like, eh, you know, like, oh, he can do this. All right. But, and he was just, he was hilarious. He did so, so much stupid shit. And it was just so funny. But I, one of my favorite Jordan eliminations ever though, was the one where they were like pulling the rope. With Josh? And he, yes. He's like, a <laughs> Oh yeah. Dude. That's, yeah. That's another one that I think of because not only did he do that with one hand against Josh, he then goes in in uh asks Tori to get married. Like he has a couple of very memorable challenge moments. Like, That's why I don't, I don't think that it, he should just be relegated to always say, "Oh no, I only think of a kill card." I do think of other things when it comes to uh Jordan because he has made an impact on the series. Like he I has. feel I feel that the pulling the rope thing would have would hold more weight for me if it wasn't Josh, too, because like I could probably beat yeah. Josh in the game. But also, <laughs> if I was Josh, I would have never fucking come back to that show again after getting that. Like that was embarrassing. It was. He is was. a big guy, and he that that was bad. That who. <laughs> And I, I will give it give credit to Jordan because he was so obnoxious, so annoying in free agents that he made Johnny Bananas, the top heel of the challenge, a babyface for a season. That when he won the championship in free agents, I was nearly not as mad as I was every other championship he's won. <laughs> oh God. Oh Johnny Bananas. <laughs> Rel and Veronica are out. Share, you have one team remaining. You got Anissa oh, and Jordan. Damn. I better the quit chat, talking. The chat has more teams than you. And I quit talking. I mean, I know I ain't going to win because it's fucking Anissa, but. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan. I mean, we, we've been know, praising him. You but. know that they brought Jordan in. And then they were like, hey, sorry, Anissa's cousin or whoever it was had to drop. We're going to drop your real ride or die and put you with Anissa. And he was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are you fucking Built for comfort, not for speed. That has done more challenges than years I have been alive and has yet. (laughs) Are you kidding me? I don't blame him. I really don't because I, yeah, being stuck with a Anissa ain't uh ain't the best thing. In the I've world. always been. I wouldn't say a fan of Anissa, but like I respected her because she was such a different person when she came on the challenge, you know, and like that wasn't something that you saw, especially like on TV at all for women, but especially black women, you know, just like very open about everything. I've always like respected her. She sucks at the challenge, but I've always respected her. (laughs) But after the um, uh, challenge mania, where the fuck was that one? I don't remember. But when she was so rude to everyone there and kept cutting off um, LT. She kept cutting off Latarian the whole time. She cut off Melinda. Like, nobody was getting to talk because she would just, and like, Latarian got upset about it. And she was like, no, 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 go ahead. Say what you were going to say. And he's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Like, because every time he was trying to talk, she was cutting him off. She took the microphone from the host. Like, 
she took his microphone and was just talking and then telling people in the crowd to be quiet. And I'm like, oh, I know. <laughs> like, I used to love Anissa. I loved her when she was on, uh, what was it, Real World Philadelphia. Enjoyed her when she first came on to the challenge. I was rooting for her little alliance on, like, the duel with her, Svefana, uh, Wes, and Nehemiah. I go back all the way back to that era, to that season. That was the same yeah. season that Robin said that racist thing to her. Uh, she oh, was yeah. like, what are you What are you gay? What are you black? What are you white? Yeah, that, I remember that. I was on, I've been on Anissa's side for the longest, and I don't know what it was it was it was a lot of bad luck early on in her career i don't think she was necessarily bad at the challenge early on i just think that she was that's how she became got a reputation from like the elimination she was really good at the eliminations and got that reputation and she was viewed as kind of like a strongish female for a while and then it just kind of tailed off. The more finals she saw and the more she, the lack of performance that she had in finals, like third place on the dual two and stuff like that. And then we're not even going to talk about All-Stars 1. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> All-Stars 1. I think she came behind easy. Yeah. Oh, God. I think that she has um, overstayed her welcome at this point. Like... I was you got, shocked she was on this season. Yeah. You gotta do something. Why are you still taking spots on the show when you don't do anything? Like... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Because there's a lot of people from that era that would come back for a one-off or whatever. But we've always got to have a niece on there and it's like, okay. <laughs> And it's not even like she gives us drama anymore. She doesn't do any of, like, the hookups and stuff she used to do. Like, even in, like, seasons that I remember when she was not viewed, she was viewed as one of the weaker players. Like, Dirty 30, she had her whole relationship and drama with Veronica. Or, yeah. you know, blood, uh, Battle of the Bloodlines. That's when she first hooks up with Corey. And she had the great elimination with Kara. So she's had memorable moments in these latter half seasons, but uh, especially like Total Madness, Double Agents, all of these, she should not have even been on these seasons. No, and she always comes off like they owe her something. Like, you know, well, like, I've been here for forever. Well, and you've won nothing. I've been here for five minutes, and we're in the same spot. So, <laughs> like... Well, Anissa is still alive in the game for now, largely thanks to Jordan. The only person I have left. Go, Anissa! Hey, hey I'm, I'm happy. I still got Devin and Tori running the game, and uh, who else do I still have? Yeah, Amber I got Am Amber and Chauncey, and then I got Team Casey Furniture. King. Team Furniture. <laughs> because that's all they are. They have the, uh, Casey and Kenny. They literally have less confessionals then Turbo, <laughs> Turbo, Kayla, and her husband, who left in episodes one and two. That's I don't, how much these, these people don't even want to hear from them. What? I, I, have, I have a confession to make. I don't know what Kenny looks like. If you put this man in, in front of me <laughs> right now, I could not tell you who who he was. <laughs> he kind of looks like that Pete Davidson photo that we showed earlier. Oh, okay. okay. So I did not know what he looked like. 
but I assumed that he kind of looked like that because Casey kind of looks like she could be related to Pete Davidson. <laughs> so that's sure. I was okay. Sure, you missed a, a great segment where do you know the website Who's Dated Who? We we went through yeah. that and yeah, we, we had some fun with Who's Dated Who. Did you so. do did you do Love Doctor? We've not done Love Doctor, so let's do a quick Love Doctor. And we need some we need some names here. Somebody throw no. throw some names out. I mean, if you ask that guy on Twitter, I broke up with all of my boyfriends on Thanksgiving. So oh, no, or you just so we gotta we gotta find the right person who, yeah. who is the right match outside well, it's of John uh, Alba. Uh, yeah, I said, I said I said no. outside of John <laughs> Alba because we learned Perfect. last week that's the that's the highest one. Uh, he put I broke up with Claudio. I broke up with Dax Harwood. Um, I broke up with all of them. Well, let's John see Alba. which one of the the exes would have been your true love. Let's put well, Cher Delaware. John Alba. We did. Which John Alba of, got like a ninety. He did. Which one of married men is my true love? Yes. <laughs> is it Claudio? Is it Dax? Is let's it see Cher? if you have more compatibility with Claudio or Dax. Oh boy. Well, I don't know. Me and Claudio talked about Uno, so that's that's probably what true love is all made for. So 66%. That's not bad. Not bad. I mean, we talked about Uno and he told me that Breeze shared my Uno article in their group chat. I oh, nice. love that. Dax Harwood. I, I was like nice. very nice. Oh yeah, married man. Uncle so Dax. Cla Claudio is who you have a better but to be fair, um, when I left the bar, he did give me a hug and tell me that he loved me. So Aww. there you go. Does this, do we know if this love calculator takes into it clearly doesn't, it's just based on names. But we SP3 and I learned that the Zodiac Chinese hate love and is apparently very important to yes. relationship compatibility. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Have you need... um well, you had twins, so it's different. But did you guys ever look at the, um, like, Chinese gender calendar? This no. So no. When, you're, when you're pregnant, it's like whatever month um, they were conceived in is supposed to be, like, it's all weird shit. It's like what month you were born and da-da-da-da. It was right for both of my kids that they were supposed to be boys, so. Nice. I'm not sure. Go though, since you have boy girl twins. <laughs> there you go. It was supposed to be boy boy twins or girl girl twins. Maybe I don't know. I was gonna say it wasn't supposed to be boy boy because she she got to run the world. So. Yes, this is true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> who else? Who else are we putting there with uh with share? Well, who else did he say that I broke up with? Um, I broke up with Will Washington, also married. Um, apparently. <laughs> Will apparently Will dated Denise later that night. So oh man, wow. I'm not doing that to to our friend no. Will Washington. No. Did you those three? Let's put William Regal and Excalibur. Yes. <laughs> Did you see that post that he said Cher left me for a black guy? <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> like, so a I, I sent it to I Will. I said you got a name. <laughs> black guy. So they got the same good. same chance as uh same, same as me and Claudio. Yeah. Except for the Sarah Del Rey would beat my fucking ass. But okay. 
stretch you, stretch you good. Um, and then probably beat my ass too, and it's not even like a year old. Imagine the genetics of that child being Claudio and Sarah Del Rey. Like, it's gonna be a strong that, child. World champion wrestler at like two. This is true. Um, let's put let's put one of the couples that we saw had bad compatibility, but see if it's different here. Let's put oh. Sean Combs and Jennifer Lopez. What was their <laughs> compatibility? Huh? What was their compatibility? I think it was pretty low. I think it was only like two hearts out of five. Oh, hold on, let's. Let, we gotta. We gotta. You know, gotta open do, the tab and see. Yeah, do proper there. research here. There you, you go. Know, yeah. Not gonna. Yeah. We are not a we are not a show that doesn't do their proper research right. before they from their mouths. Duh. Right, let's let's bring back up the the who's dated who. Okay. So I'm supposed to be on the fightful roundtable tonight, and I oh he's not, shit, me too. I don't watch wrestling, so I hope he's not asking me about wrestling. Same, same. Oh, so they have it as Puff Daddy. So I Ooh. feel like we've got yeah. to see twenty eight percent. So you want to know what's funny? When I was little, I thought that those were all different people. P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, <gasps> Sean Combs. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> all right, Puff, all Puff Daddy and Jennifer Lopez. So they have it at 48%. Uh, the the Zodiac, the Chinese Zodiac, again, haters of love. Just Haters of love. All right, let me, let me pull up the other screen here. Let me switch tabs. Love, 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 love. All right, here we go. So you're putting Puff Daddy? Oh, 81. Whoa. Look at that. Boom. The, the love calculator believes in them more than who's dated who. There we go. Which, again, the Chinese Zodiac is what killed But, you know, who's dated who also knows how the relationship went. This is true. Well. So, I mean, I thought that she was good when she was with A-Rod. I thought that they were in game it did seem like it it did seem and like now it. she's back with old benifer benifer i want i want south park to bring back uh hennifer lopez hennifer yeah. hennifer lopez Hennifer bring it back since he's back with ben why not great i'm trying to tell this guy uh he hoped that i broke up with sean he hoped that i broke up with will claudio dax john alba uh like two people that i didn't even know what their name was they just asked me to take a picture with them how did you have time to eat turkey when you had to break up with everybody by uh thanksgiving just send a group text just a yeah. group text must be yeah uh, like, no, okay. um one of the people that i took a picture with um i can't think what his name is right now but he's like a he just graduated rollins wrestling school um and <laughs> He replied to it and said, don't tell him I burnt the turkey. (laughs) 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 Yeah. So when John said something last night, being very nice because I am cancer free. Yes. Oh, that was going to be the closer is that we are very happy to hear that our pal Cher Delaware is cancer free. Kick the shit out of cancer. She kicked cancer's ass. That's right. I mean. I told Louis Dangor yesterday I didn't really do much. I just kind of chilled while they removed my cervix. But you know, it is what it is. But so, John made a very nice to me last night about you know like cancer free, and then I said 
I broke up with you on Thanksgiving. I don't know why you're talking. The wife, <laughs> the wife is asking if you guys are still friends or if you had to break up with her as well. Oh no, I'll never break up with her. Same. There oh. you go. There you go. All right. Does anybody want to plug anything? Share your. Apparently, you're going to be on this round table with me tonight, and I don't know who else is on this thing either. But don't know. Not me. They don't like me. Shaq asked me last week and I said, wow, you're getting desperate for people on this show. <laughs> yeah, if you're asking me back and you're asking you, like he <laughs> must have been turn, turned down a bunch of people. If if that's, let's get Jeremy back and let's get Cher for some reason. I told, when I told Sean, Sean was like, oh, that's fun. He was telling me somebody that Shaq had been mentioning, he was going to try to get on there. And Sean was like, oh, if you get him, I will come back on because Sean <laughs> won't do it. Tuesdays are his night off. And I was like, yeah, he asked me, and I was like, are you sure? Because <laughs> like, <laughs> if you're asking me about anything related to storylines or anything like that, not a clue. I just go on there and just, you know, pop I haven't myself watched and... of anything. We'll have fun. We'll have fun. In It'll months. It'll be fun. I went to bed out. like 45 minutes into Raw last night. I'll get, I, I mean, you can have my... I mean, it, 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 that's for good reason. They did not. They did not put on a very entertaining show. To be fair, watched Survivor Series yet? But I was told it was all right. It was good. I'm. I'm just gonna skip Ronda's Ronda's match. But yeah, I, that's, that's, that's be safe. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even. If you want to really save time, just skip to the 28 minute mark of the men's war games because that's when it really actually happens. Stuff <laughs> that's, actually that's, happens. Is that when the uh, the uh, that's when Roman comes in? Oh, yeah, okay. that, it's the West Side Story spot. Basically. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Literally, nothing happened before that. Yeah, but. I didn't even watch all of Full Gear, and I was at Full Gear, so like. Who <laughs> uh, does that? Sp three, would you like to? plug anything follow me on the twitter machine at true heel sp3 and tag uh the shack dude and tell him to put me on round table the shack dude. have an episode that's us three on there exactly yeah. that's entertainment we, we just take over and <laughs> and not talk about wrestling <laughs> <laughs> this is sp3's probability of being on the Fightful Wrestling Roundtable. Yeah, put, 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 no, put, <laughs> put, no, put, put in Love Doctor, SP3, Fightful Roundtable. <laughs> I actually do that. That's a good bit. Hold on. Hold on. All right. SP3. Maybe the cat, the, all right. Fightful so, Wrestling. Is there before? Roundtable. All right, here we go. Ooh, Calculate the love. Yeah. Yeah, and there we go. It's gonna oh, happen. Look at that. Look at it's that. Gonna oh, someone screenshot it and then tag Shaq in it. <laughs> okay. Say, look, the pe this is what the love doctor wants. Jeremy, we gotta find out who the third person is for tonight and bully them off of it. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. I don't I'm, I'm sure the show isn't set up or anything. I don't think Shaq is like said I've not been tagged in anything, so I have I feel like we can bully somebody off of this show. I don't really actually like any of these people, so I have no problem bullying any any of them. 89%, ladies and hey, gentlemen. There's love. When is Strongstyle going to go up? I don't know. Ask Joel Pearl. I don't know anything about this. I'm hoping this week. 
We told the people last week it would be up on Thanksgiving. Well, that's a Joe Pearl people, decision. I had people message that. me. And I was like, I don't work here. I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I would like here. for it to go up this week. Wednesday would be great. That's tomorrow. I, so I, I'm going to have to record another one now because now I've got Survivor Series. So it needs to go up. <laughs> yes. I, I, I'll message Joel because, yeah, it should probably should have gone up last week. Yeah, I had people messaging me, and I was like, I don't, I don't know. Good help's hard to find, Shared Delaware. Good help is hard <laughs> to find, you know? Well, that was my favorite part. Um, I did, I do have a Hangman Adam Page exclusive, as he told me he sews his own jeans my in God. a loom in the bedroom. Um, <laughs> because he refused to tell me where he gets his jeans. He said he would have to actually kill me if he told, if he told me. So I'm funny. like, all right. Well, we'll hold off on that. But I got to give Hank Man parenting advice this weekend. So that Aww. was fun. Oh, he's sweet. He showed me a picture of his son. And then he said, don't tell anyone what he looks like. And I said, he's a bald baby. Like, what am I supposed to tell anyone? <laughs> he looks like Hank Man. I mean, I don't know, whatever. But he was like, I keep him very quiet. And I was like, I understand. But he showed me a picture of him and he said, what age have you found so far that is the easiest? And I said, none of them. I have not found one yet that is the easiest. <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds he right. said, the look on his face was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's what I'm learning. <laughs> I said, you know what you do? You should have another baby. And then they have each other. And I said, but don't have two more because then you're outnumbered and I'm outnumbered and it's not fun. <laughs> All right, everybody. Get more parenting advice from Cher tonight on the Fightful Wrestling Roundtable where we're not going to talk about wrestling. That should be the gimmick, Cher. We should just not talk about wrestling tonight. Just Every don't... time he asks us change the subject. Yeah, we just won't clue anybody in. It's just us and we're just running our own uh, two-man game. While whoever else is the third person and Shaq are just completely just baffled Does he with what's happening. What's that? Does he use StreamYard? Yeah, yeah. Good. We both have. No, StreamYard. no, it's Zoom. Actually, it's Zoom. It Damn was it. Zoom last time. Yeah, I was gonna it was say, Zoom we both have Stream because if he boots us out, we can just go back in because we both yeah. have StreamYard. <laughs> yes, it was, it was Zoom last time. So yeah, unfortunately, we don't have uh, the the power to do what we would like yeah. to do. Follow me on Twitter for my great parenting advice and follow me on Hive for my great dating advice that I've been giving everybody because I'm a dating expert. There you go. Follow, follow SP3 at TrueHeelSP3 where he will continue. Join us next week as we apply uh, share for Love is Blind. So she's great at dating advice. There we go. There we go. All right, everybody. Don't follow me anywhere. I don't want your advice on anything. Bye, everybody.